Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. All right, so we are on the other side of our very first full moon in 2020, and that may or may not be important to you, but it has been important to me, and I'll tell you why. I'll also tell you why I decided this week to talk about full moons. I'm also going to talk about karmic reckoning (laughs) and Meghan Markle, just a little bit. Just stay with me. They all tie together. So in the receiving school, um, we have completed all of the content, meaning all of the learning, and the receivers inside that community are still so excited and still working on, you know, opening up to even more and more receiving. And so I asked them, you know, what other big questions are hanging out there that haven't been answered for you inside receiving school? What content can I create to make your experience even more fulfilling, even more fabulous? Whatever you want, tell me what it is and let me see if I can make that happen. And so one of the big questions that came back is, you know, what do you do around the full moons and the new moons? Like how do you use that energy? And so we had, uh, We had discussions in there and there'll be trainings in there. But what was fascinating for me that that question came up was that when I came into the new year and I had shared this on last week's podcast, I just wasn't feeling it. I was not feeling that new year, let's go out and make big plans and make things happen. I was feeling the energy that's much more natural for this time of year, which is hibernation going inward. That's what the winter solstice that happens on December 21st is all about. And it doesn't end just because we put a 1-1 on a calendar. So, I mean, winter in general is about hibernation, but you know, I am not immune to the uh to the pull of society towards you know making big plans and affirmations on this new year. And so as I sat there on day 3 or whatever day it was and and was speaking to my spirit guides and asking when you know there would be a lift of this feeling of really not feeling it they had assured me that the full moon, that on the other side of the full moon, I would feel the vim and vigor to make plans, really robust plans and plan for 2020. Now, it's pretty unusual for the 2020 plan for me personally not to be done, at least for my business, in November, end of November, beginning of December. But again, um, I was in the middle of creating receiving school and I just wasn't seeing it. And I really trust where flow takes me. And at this stage of my journey, I've learned to honor flow above 
every other desire I may have for concrete plans. And flow was clearly telling me to just focus on making receiving school as amazing as it could be, not worry about 2020 and worry about 2020 in 2020. So uh, I was really looking forward to this full moon. And as promised, just on the other side of it, so last Thursday into Friday was the full moon. And beginning around Friday evening, I really started to feel the ability to think in concrete terms. And I say that because up until then, it felt like I was just walking through a fog and that my best bet was to just stay still, go inward. If I wasn't staying still, I was mostly walking in nature and just allowing the energy to go through me, allow what was coming up to come up, et cetera, et cetera. So the full moon came. I started to get you know the ability to think concretely. Now my plan is done. Bim, bam, boom, which I find is the way it happens. If I work against flow, it could take me days to do something. If I allow flow, I can get something done in in an hour or two, which is really all it took, about 90 minutes to get the whole plan for the year done for my business, by the way. I was talking to, you know, our receivers in receiving school about what this full moon was about. And, you know, I encourage you if you're interested in, you know, harnessing the energy of the moon, whether it's the full moon or the new moon or really anywhere in between, you know, there are people who are far more expert than I am in, you know, the astrology implications of each of the moon cycles. But what I had found is that the two big messages that stood out for me in this full moon, and by the way, a full moon is all about release. New moons are about inward motion, about visioning, and then full moons are about what you want to let go of or, you know, put out into the world. As I was looking at what this full moon was meaning and feeling like the the two messages that really jumped out to me about this full moon, the energy this moon was bringing was the first was the dichotomy of the protector and the protected. And that in this full moon, we were really being asked to determine, did we have the wherewithal inside ourselves to stand up for another? Or were we in a position where we needed to either stand up you know, protect ourselves or be the protected. And there's no right or wrong to where you are. It was just that that energy of the protector and the protected was coming through. And I, I encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast right when it came comes out, which is only not quite a week after that full moon, just think back on you know what that weekend was like for you and whether you were feeling any of that, of that, that vulnerability where you really needed to feel protection or that you were ready to stand up for another, that you had that in you. So that was the one big message that came through. And then the second was to really get clear on what your truth is for yourself. No longer looking at, you know, what you're supposed to be, what you should be, whether that has to do with a role you're playing, like a wife or a husband or a mother or a daughter, or a son, a sister or a brother, um, maybe in your career, 
you know, what is true for you? What are you willing to do going forward? What do you want? What are you no longer willing to do? And really getting clear about your particular truth, what was exact for you and starting to let go in a very action-filled way of any commitments or tasks that you had put on your own plate based on other people and to really, really, really dig deep inside and find your own truth. And we hear this all the time, you find your own truth and, and it sounds good, but this full moon really had an action element around it. So I found it so fascinating after I had contemplated that and I was on Facebook that I had heard that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry had made a statement that they would be leaving their, I guess, their positions in the royal family, that they were stepping back from being sort of in the front row of the royal family. And I am not someone that follows that entertainment news or really reads anything like US Weekly. So I don't, or Us Weekly, I guess, (laughs) US Weekly. I don't follow that stuff. And I don't, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not obsessed with the royal family. So I I know very little. But them, from what I understand, they had sort of floated this idea up to the queen. This is my very, very basic understanding of it. And, you know, it was going to be discussed and and the idea was going to be tossed around. And finally, they decided they weren't going to wait and they were just calling it. And, you know, I'm seeing on Facebook even today, like, oh, I don't want to talk about the royal family. I don't want to talk about Meghan Markle or Prince Harry. Or there's these other threads that are all blowing up around it. And I I don't really care which side of the fence you're on with this because I'm not going to belabor this particular story. I just love it because it really encompasses what that full moon energy is about. And then the the moon energies, whether it's the full moon or the new moon, really expands three days before and after anytime the moon goes full or new. So that really was happening within that, that full moon. And that, that really encompasses in a really kind of powerful way what it looked like, what that moon was asking of us. Because, you know, from Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's standpoint, at least the the story that they're telling in the news is that they're doing this to protect their children. They're doing this to protect their family. They went inside, they found their values, and they're going from that place. Now, it gets even more fascinating because Sunday night, which was January 12th, I, you know, was really feeling the the forward momentum that came with that moon. I was so glad to finally be out of this like feeling of miasma. Like I do not know <laughs> what to do next. I made a joke to my marketing person and said, okay, I've I believe my head has been firmly removed from my ass. So we can now uh, move forward with the marketing for the year. Um, and so I was really feeling it. And then all of a sudden on at Sunday, on Sunday, I just felt this pop of energy. And it was almost like a release or s- something. And, and I didn't put a lot of thought into what was going on because f- 
Sundays at five o'clock is a fairly you know busy time in my house. We're together as a family. I'm just getting dinner started, and of course it's football Sunday. Oh my goodness, we're almost done. So um, my husband and my son are all you know yelling at the TV, and there was really no room for me to go inward and discover what this pop was. But on Monday morning, as I started to really like dive into it. And then just looked up if there were any sort of astrological events or anything in particular happening on January 12th. I found that it was a powerful day and it was around karmic release. So um, again, I don't consider myself to be the expert on these types of you know, events, energetic events. I learn what I can learn and then I go inward and find what my guides will tell me about it and and really trust the collection of that information. But certainly if you're interested in it, if you Google karmic release and January 12th, 2020, you should see a few articles on it. What I found was so interesting about this event and, and I believe 2020 is really an entire year of karmic reckoning and karmic release. That's my understanding of it. But um, in particular, this January 12th, it was a a conjunction a conjunction of two planets. And again, I can't even remember what the planets are. And it it was concluding a 38. I think that was yeah a 38 year karmic cycle. And what I read in one article said, and the karmic debt, the karma that was created over the 30 years, the karmic debt would be paid. And this is what blew my mind. As someone who, you know, was was a teenager in the 80s, um, you know, 38 years ago was 1982. And I was thinking back to like, okay, like what started for myself around 1982? And then all of a sudden it hit me, wait a second, isn't that when Princess Diana and Prince Charles got married? So I went and looked up the dates and here's what I find just so crazy. Again, not being obsessed with the royal family, but like really being fascinated with how much this lines up with what's happening. In fact, it wasn't when they got married. I think they got married in 1980 or 81, but Diana gave birth to her first child. She became a mother in 1982. And one of the points that Prince Harry has made is just that, you know, he watched what happened to his mother and he saw it happening to Meghan Markle and he just didn't want to see that happen again. And, you know, I know that the royal family is feeling very, you know, hurt or offended or something by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving in this way. But isn't this so fascinating? Like the karmic debt will be paid? Like this is literally all happening. The 38 years is from when Princess Diana became a mother inside the royal family. And and we've come to find out, you know, how poorly she was treated through all of that. And then ultimately here we are 38 years later and really the karmic reckoning is happening. Now, if you are a lover of the royals and you are deeply saddened by what is going on, this probably is going to be really hard for you to hear. And I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Again, I am not I'm not a royal follower. I'm really just so 
fascinated by it in that the timing of it lines up. But really, again, you don't need to be royal obsessed. You don't even need to pay any attention to the story at all. The most important thing for you to do is to go back and look and see in your own life what started to happen for you around 1982, because that is the the completion of that cycle has just happened. And that's happening on both, you know, a global level, it's happening on an individual level, it's happening on an energetic level. And so that I think is just all very helpful for all of us. Now, if you don't buy into this voodoo called astrology, this might not be helpful for you. But I got to tell you, as someone who was cynical and didn't buy into a lot of this for most of my life, as you know, as a corporate banker, total A personality, doing, you know, doing life as a as a right-wing conservative early on in my life, following all the rules, at the more I have objectively just paid attention to like how I feel, what's happening in the moment, observing, you know, the details about my own experience, not letting, you know, not reading astrology reports and then feeling things, but feeling things and then going out and seeing if I can find information about stuff that's going on and finding it sort of lining up with my own energy. I can tell you that this stuff really does bring clarity and the more we learn to work with the energies around us, whether you have any idea that it has to do with astrology or moon cycles or anything, and you just start to pay attention to where are you in the flow, everything gets so much easier because then you can ride the wave of that flow. You can get an entire year's marketing plan done in an hour and a half as opposed to struggling with it for hours and days. You can come up with a book idea in 15 minutes as opposed to pondering it for weeks and maybe even months. Like This is what happens when you follow flow. If you are interested in understanding at a really basic level how the energy of the moon cycles work, well, I do have a like a one-sheet guide that I have put out. It is geared towards entrepreneurs, but it would be helpful. It'll be helpful to you whether you have a business or not, because it'll show you for each of them the eight parts of the moon cycle, I would say. You know, the full moon, the new moon, but everything in between. You know, what is the energy that's happening at that time? Now, if you do have a business, what it's also going to show you is when the best time is to sell and market and and do all those events inside your business. The day that I I do want to bring your attention to, because when I figured this out and then I got affirmation that this is truly the energy of this part of the moon cycle, it made me absolutely giddy. So there is the day about 36 hours before the new moon is considered the dark moon. And the dark moon is about a 24-hour period where you're going to be called to do absolutely nothing. This is sit on the couch, binge watch Netflix, and eat popcorn. That really is what the energy is calling you to. Now, has it always worked for every moon cycle that I've been able to honor that dark moon energy? No. But more times than not, if I consciously like look for it, block it off on my calendar, that day, allowing that day to be frivolous and agendaless and just doing whatever I feel like 
brings back so much energy that when that new moon rolls around just a day and a half later, I am full of ideas. I am ready to create big visions. And those are visions that I generally do bring to life. I encourage you to, if that's interesting to you, you can download that at pattylennon.com forward slash moon. And if any of this that I just said is interesting to you, definitely Google uh, astrology reports. Jen Kosh is one of my favorites. She does a full moon and a new moon blog each month. And she works with specifically what archetypes are um, being brought through during those moon cycles. So I highly recommend her. You can find her at jenkosh.com. And I've done readings with her as well. She's fabulous. But there's lots of information out there. Find the the astrologer or the writer that, that resonates with you. And when you feel your energy shifting in any direction whatsoever, um, and I don't like to say positive or negative, although sometimes when we feel slowed down, we see that as negative. And when we're all ready and raring to go, we feel like that's positive. Whereas if we can start to see every single type of flow as positive, like as a good thing, and just honor it, uh, everything gets a lot easier. So my wish for you in this new year is that all the amazing karma that you have brought into the world is repaid for you this year. And what that means is that for all the good you've put out into the world, it returns to your doorstep times three at least. Uh, I wish you flow. And certainly if there is anything you want me to talk more about on this podcast, shoot me an email, patty at pattylynn.com. I love to hear from you. And if you know someone that needs this podcast, please send it to them. Tell them to have a listen. Maybe they're a royal obsessed uh, friend or maybe they just need to know more about how it's okay to follow the flow. Have an amazing week, and I will see you here next Wednesday. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people, and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.